time to do your thing, an unapologetic celebration of every version of motherhood. I'm Tamsin Williamson, a life and mindset coach for mums, also known as the Parenthood Coach. And through this podcast, I'll be sharing some beautifully open, honest conversations with inspiring, passionate women who also happen to be mothers about how they loudly and proudly do their thing in life and motherhood in their own unique and authentic ways. Plus, I'll give you an insight into how I do my thing and what that means for me, my career and family. I hope these conversations inspire you to feel the freedom to do your thing and embrace your version of motherhood in a way that feels aligned, empowering and honours your whole self. This is your invitation to do your thing. So let's get on with the show. Hi everybody and welcome to another episode of Do Your Thing and today I am bringing you another wonderful conversation from my Instagram live archives and this conversation is a beautiful and energizing one that I had with Prathna Rao who is a mum of two girls, a fellow coach and mentor for mums and the proud founder of the Maverick Mum Movement. Through her work Prathna empowers mothers to discover their inner strength, to reignite their passions and connect with their true purpose so they can lead a truly beautiful life. And in this episode of Do Your Thing, we talked all about falling truly, madly, deeply and unapologetically in love with yourself as a way of doing your thing in life and motherhood. Self-love is one of those subjects that is discussed all the time and yet when it comes to motherhood it can feel so very out of reach or even intangible as we channel so much of our love into our kids and our families. But this conversation really highlights that there is another way. Hell, there needs to be another way if as women we are to enjoy the experience of motherhood and womanhood in the way that we truly deserve. During this conversation, we covered so much ground and we were left wanting to continue for even longer. We talked about why loving ourselves can feel like such an uncomfortable and alien concept to us, especially as mums. We reflected on the notion of filling your cup and why we need to aspire to be full of ourselves for both our own happiness and the future happiness of our kids. And we discussed the stark difference between self-care and self-love, which is so often confused. As with all of these Instagram live episodes, please accept my apologies in advance for any sound wobbles you may notice, but I think that the amazing content makes up for it. All right, let's get on with the show. Enjoy. I'm all right. I'm all right. I have successfully put my baby who does not sleep to bed. Amazing. So, yeah, we'll see how long that lasts. I was wondering if we would have a little visitor with us today. Oh, well, I don't know. We'll find out, I suppose. She might surprise us with her presence. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, it's so very lovely to have you here today. We have been chatting on Instagram um, for a while now, and we've been trying to have a con- this kind of conversation with each other for a really long time as well. So I'm really glad that we've managed to make this happen. Um, and yeah, I just gave a very brief introduction to who you are and what you're all about. But I would love you to be able to sort of introduce yourself, first of all, in your own words. Um, so, yeah, who who are you? What are you all about? Who am I? Who am I? So, so this, the answer to this question is different every time someone asks me. So, you know, we'll see what comes out of my mouth today. Um, like you said, I am Pratna. I have, I am the Maverick mum. I am a coach. I'm a cheerleader. I'm a guide. I'm a mentor. I am a mum of two gorgeous girls. I, I do what I do to, to truly support and champion women who also happen to be mums, who want to be fully present for themselves honor themselves, love themselves, and do so completely unapologetically. And I think for so long as women, as moms, we've been socialized to be available for everyone around us. And whatever little is left, if we are lucky enough to have anything left, comes for us. Otherwise, everything else is, you know, gone. So that I'm, I'm here to put, turn that on its head. And for all of us to love ourselves more and more and more with each passing day and not apologize for it. That's me. Love it so much. Honestly, it just puts the biggest smile on my face. Um, because as you know, and as many people who follow me know, you know, we are totally singing off the same song sheet over here. Um, Very much so. Yeah, love, loving what you're doing and what you're all about and how you express yourself and your passion for this as well, um, which I'm sure is just going to ooze its way out of this conversation today. Um, as As you know, this uh, series is called Do Your Thing, and it is all about... What a fabulous name. I'm going to interrupt you there and say it was it's just a masterstroke. I mean, you know, there is so much around do it like this, do it like that, and you should do this, and you should do that. And, yeah, Do Your Thing is just amazing. Thanks, you. Well, yeah, I, I, I feel like it, it epitomizes, again, just so much that, that I'm passionate about. And so much that I'm trying to support other women with as well, as you are as well. And, and, and the reason that, you know, I'm having these conversations, it is to talk with people about how they support others to do their thing. You know, I'm hoping to have lots of really wonderful, varied conversations. But I also really want to celebrate you and I want to celebrate individual women and inspire other people watching to see how other women who are out there, who are mums, who are, you know, out there doing their thing to help it feel accessible, to help it feel realistic and achievable and to spur them into action as well. So my first question for you is, how do you feel that you do your thing in life at the moment? What, what, What does doing your thing look like for you right now in the present? So I'm glad you qualified that with right now in the present Um, because it's different. It can be different each day, each moment of the same day. It can be. So I think 
it's I believe it's so crucial for us to really tap into how we're feeling and how we are in that moment to know what your thing or our thing means in that in that moment. Um, and it's going back to the shoulds. It's going back to the um, the pressure we put on ourselves, the the sort of external validation we see to to please others, to to do something in a way that we are seen to be fit into the maternal. Um, I don't know, the, the, the sort of commonplace notion of motherhood, whatever that looks like, or whatever you believe it looks like, or people around you have projected it to, you know, it must look like, or it should look like. And there are just layers and layers and layers to this socializing, this aspect of you ought to be a certain way. That the, the do your thing piece, I believe it's important to acknowledge that it gets lost because it's there's just noise around us, isn't there? So much noise that we don't really tap into our intuition. And from a personal point of view, I must admit there have been times or there was a time when I couldn't hear my my intuition. I couldn't hear my inner voice. I couldn't hear the champion within me saying what you're doing is the, is the right thing to do. Because the people around me and the noise around me saying, oh, but you can't do that. Surely you cannot, you know, leave your daughter at work and uh, at nursery and go to work so early on. She's still little. You can't, you know, give them give give her pasta again today because you gave it to her yesterday. She can't still be watching the telly. You know, all of those things, all of those voices were in my head. Mm-hmm. And there was a time when I was not doing my thing, where I was I was pretending to be a, a mum who. Um, who tick all of the boxes for everyone else. And I learned it the hard way. I learned it the hard way that it's not, it's, there is no end to us desiring to please others. That's never going to stop and never going to go away. And from the moment you put your foot down and say, I'm doing this for me. I have nobody to, you know, no, I'm, I'm answerable to no one. I lead the life I want to live. And and that's it. And it changes. It's, there is something magic about it, which just immediately has the power to turn it around in, without even us, you know, really trying beyond a certain point. And I think that is, that is the bit, that is the crucial sort of cutoff bit where you realize that you're living for you and you're not, with, not for anyone else. The longest relationship you would have, like I said to somebody yesterday, is with yourself mm. and you are not responsible to anyone else for anything else yes of course you love your children of course you love your partner of course you love your parents you know of course of course of course you love people you love but first and foremost you're here to support yourself yeah. and if you begin with filling your cup in that beautiful way then everything in the cup is for you when they say my cup run it over the excess is for people around you. What's inside the cup is yours. Drink it. Oh, I love that. I love that 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 visual and that idea of also sort of keeping, really making sure that you keep not just a drop for yourself, but you really keep a really substantial amount of that goodness that fulfills your needs for you. It's not just the the dregs in the bottom. It's yeah. It's a really fulfilling meaningful amount of that self-love I love that so much and 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 this idea of sort of living for you and nobody else 
you know and, and you being your biggest asset I think that's sort of a that's that's a concept that definitely um I talk about all the time as well and and I think sort of taking that hearing that some people particularly mums I think they might really struggle with that concept of sort of putting themselves above other people yeah. putting themselves you know sort of saying I matter most here um what are your thoughts around that I'd start with acknowledging that your feeling is real when people say fact separate fact from fiction and feeling from thinking etc all of those things have their place but if you're feeling something so strongly it's real for you and it's I think it's really important to acknowledge and to really hold yourself in that way and say yes of course it feels um tough and difficult to say i love myself more than my children you know i i i give birth to them they matter to me of course they do of course they do and they are they will forever be important to you and yet i think it's important to really begin to unlearn the trappings of you know society and social living and really look within and know what it is you need and really ask yourself what do you need and if you give yourself that in that time whatever your heart desires if you go seek it and fill your cup with that fill your cup to the to the brim like i said not to you know fill your own cup before you give to others but fill your cup to the full and the excess goes to others it's it, it's it's transformational in that way and it is transformational because if you have yourself to look after if you are looking after yourself the children have more of you you have more of yourself to give to the children you have more of yourself to give to the people around you you love you have more of yourself to you are in your fullness for the benefit of the people you love don't they deserve you to be full of yourself and the phrase full of yourself is another phrase i absolutely love because there are so many people who would see that as a as a oh isn't she full of herself and i've been told this i've been told that i am full of myself and i wear it like a badge of honor now yes i am full of myself and i'm very proud of myself because think about it tamsin if if you weren't full of yourself who else would you be full of I mean you can't possibly full be full of another can you because you are you Yeah absolutely and, and it makes me think that when you're full if you were if you're not full of yourself and you're full of everybody else then that's also the moment when we start to feel lost where we start to yes. feel that we don't know who we are or what we really want and our sense of identity just sort of feels like it's sort of fading into the distance so yeah that's a really oh, powerful concept I love absolutely. it Absolutely absolutely and 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 one more thing to say about this is is don't you want to model this for your children you know don't you want to model this for people who you love do you want your children to be giving giving and giving and not keeping anything for themselves do you want your children to feel like they have nothing left for themselves at the end of the day don't you want your 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 son or your daughters to be able to to look after themselves don't we say that to our children look after yourself you know it's important you matter like you say to them that they matter you matter to yourself too or you ought to matter to yourself and and they will they will do as they see us do 
I'm, you know, the more you tell the child to do something, they won't do it. But if they see you do it, they will do it without, you know, with, with very little effort. Mm. Yeah. So model it for your children to... and they will pick it up. And we forget that part, don't we? We, we forget, we forget how sponge-like our children are, how actually what we wish for them, you know, by wishing it for ourselves, we're setting the most powerful example to them. And, you know, in the busyness of life, in the busyness of motherhood, when often we have so much going on, you know, it can feel really hard. It can feel like another thing for us to do, you know, to to also be kind of keeping up appearances and putting on a, a... a good show, if you like, for our kids. But I suppose this is where doing the work on ourselves and it's stopping and, and it going from a place of feeling like we have to make this really conscious effort to do this, which is, of course, the place that we always have to start to learn these new habits, but actually to the point where we see the benefits, where they become habitual, where it's actually, it becomes a way of being. And I suppose this is where the work that, that that we both do with women really starts to come into its own right where it goes from sort of recognizing the habit changes that need to happen putting it into practice and then living it right which is doing which is essentially what do your thing is all about right this yeah. is how you yeah. do, do your, your thing 200 percent, 200 percent, and 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 that's the reason, Tamsin, I've said this to you before, of course, but I'll say it again. That's the reason these conversations are so brilliant. And the fact that you have, you know, you're you're hosting uh hosting these conversations in such a beautiful way is so important because the more we expose ourselves to these empowering conversations, it's like it's it's like lifting the layers, isn't it? It's like peeling the layers of conditioning off. One session at a time, one conversation at a time, one one thought at a time. You just introduce a new thought and you go away and think about it when you're in the shower, when you're going for a walk, you know, and then suddenly something at some point will click. So the more you expose yourself to empowering conversations like you are so beautifully hosting, the more we are all encouraging each other to, to let go because let's let's be honest you and i both are also sitting with certain amount of conditioning and many 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 coaches around us are as well and the more we begin to acknowledge the conditioning the more we heighten our awareness and the more we heighten our awareness the more ability it gives us to let go of it one layer at a time and that's that's what it is and it's not easy of course it isn't but it's the doing the work piece yeah it's a life's work. It, it is a life's work. Yeah, I suppose that's the other that's the other expectation to set. Right, that this is not about uh, a quick sort of wave a magic wand and poof. You know, it your, your yeah. fix yeah. or the situation is resolved. Yeah. Like we are constantly yeah. evolving as humans. You know, new triggers or new situations will come along and impact us and shake us up and make us question ourselves or our lives or our choices and it's actually I suppose this this piece around loving ourselves enough to know that whatever life throws at us we're going to be okay I want to hold myself you know just just really really say I love you you know it's okay you've got this and you know something something like that just like on a really practical level you know there is something about 
just sitting here you know holding yourself a little bit like that you know this kind of havening idea of of just giving ourselves that little squeeze there is something so comforting about that and whether you do that you know in the privacy of your own home it feels a bit weird to do it but there is something really lovely and I would invite anybody that is watching you know as as a little like just a little gesture of starting to love yourself that little bit more you know it it feels really lovely to do something like that and I think it's a lovely little gesture to ourselves so it really is this conversation you know one thing that you shared with me that I'd love to um to talk about you said to me and in some of the some of the information that you shared with me beforehand you said self-care and self-love is often used interchangeably and what is the difference? And and this was a sort of little talking point that you shared with me that really um, sparked my imagination. And it, it felt like it would be such a useful conversation because I think self-care, you know, self-care is a word that is quite freely sort of banded around these days, isn't it? And it means lots of different things to lots of different people, whereas self-love can feel a bit more abstract and a bit more intangible, can't it? So I'd love to sort of just have a have a little chat with you about this and what it means to you, or maybe maybe how how you differentiate in your life between these two things. Hmm. So I've been thinking a lot about self care versus self love in the last few months. So my daughter's turning turning one in a couple of weeks. My younger one. And the last time I was in this situation with my older one, I was in a nine-to-five job and I was on maternity leave. So I had my time was my own. I was on leave from from work and there was no sort of work-related, not not concerns, but even pressures. Or there was no awareness about work at that time. It was, you know, first-time mom and I had thrown myself into it and I wasn't thinking about work at all. this time around it's been it's been harder it's been harder because i work for myself because i'm the only person on my team i'm the only person in my business if i'm not working work isn't happening there's nothing you know behind the scenes going on none of none of that the machinery isn't in motion when i'm not working and and I very often thought about, you know, oh, self-care, oh, I can have a bath, I can have a bubble bath, or I can go for, you know, I can go for tea and afternoon tea with my friends and, you know, catch up with mates. And yes, of course, I did some of that. And sometimes I couldn't do it because, you know, you put on a lovely dress and then you're suddenly leaking because, you know, <laughs> that happens. And then, and then you're out for the baby and you smell something and you think, oh, they're sick in my hair. You know, all of that has happened. <laughs> What's going on? So it it was very, very humbling to realize and recognize that all of those things and many, many others are self-care. And self-love for me has come to mean when I cannot go out for tea, when I don't have any clothes to wear because clothes don't fit me anymore, because, you know, my boobs are bigger than I knew them when I last saw them, you know, and then you suddenly think, Oh gosh, what if what have I become? You know, I have I I'm only humming to myself and I'm humming wheels on the bus and nothing else comes to mind. <laughs> and then and then I had to have a word with myself, Tamsin, to remind myself that that when you don't have time for self-care for the popular 
um, popular notions of self-care. And you can still hold yourself with compassion. And you can still hold yourself with love. And you can still say, I love you, no matter what. It's, you know, it's a, it's a season. It's a time. It will be gone before you know it. And then you'll wish it back. Of course we will, because, you know, we do. And to be able to hold yourself when you cannot do X, Y, and Z is self-love. It is, it is you being able to say to yourself that it's the paradox of feeling not enough and yet holding yourself in that love and saying, it's all right, you've got this. There are good moments and bad moments and there are highs and lows. Tomorrow you'll feel different. Mm -hmm. And then if tomorrow it doesn't happen, then you say to yourself again, tomorrow you'll feel different mm -hmm. until it feels different in your body and in your bones. And it's that I have done this to myself a lot just to hold myself and say, it's all right. Yeah. You know, when you're on your own and your baby's wheeling and it's hard and, you know, you've done everything you can or you're outside and your baby's embarrassing you because she's screaming away. And if you're like, gosh, I thought you were asleep and I could quickly send this email and no work gets done. You know, all of those things just, just come back to touch, self-touch and say, you're fine. That's self-love for me. Oh. Yeah. And there is such, when you explain it like that and explain it so beautifully as well and make it feel so real for people, which I'm sure will resonate with so many people talking here. But, you know, they are two really different things. And that second, that piece around self-love, you know, that is something that is for the long haul. You know, that that is the piece that makes what happened today feel you know it, it it takes all the kind of the pressure and the expectation and the stress away from what's happening today or at least reduces it and actually it's about it's a, such a hopeful optimistic um outlook to be able to take and again as you said it takes practice we said this earlier but yeah I love it. And, 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 and pulling those two apart, I think that's just such a powerful way of, of thinking about this subject. This piece around self-love, I just have to ask you one final question, which is, you know, like I've said this before, I'm a big believer, not in sort of racing to the finish line and being like, I want to love myself, for example. And so I'm just going to not feel satisfied until I get there. Right. And and as we talked before, you know, this is really is a cumulative journey and it, it it's it's an ongoing process. So embracing this idea of working towards the things we want for ourselves step by step. I'd love to know on this journey of loving ourselves that little bit more for the people who might be sitting there and just being like, oh, my God, I just don't know if this is possible for me. I wouldn't even know where to start. What would you say is like the best first step that they might be able to take? Like just just maybe it's not even the best step, but a really accessible, easy first step forward that they can take on this journey towards self-love and feeling a bit more enough than they might feel right now? I think it's going to be, for me, it's going to be just to be able to take some deep breaths. Mm -hmm. Connecting to your breath, Tamsin, and you and I know this, but it's so easy for us and it used to be for me to forget how important it is to just come back to your breath. When we say 
touch, when we say hold yourself and love yourself, it's all in the body. Mm-hmm. While the kettle's boiling, while you're cooking the pasta for the nth time in the week, you know, for the kids, because that's the quickest thing to do. And, you know, it's been so, it's been so hard that you haven't found the time to make anything fancy, even though there might be, you know, mom's baking away every day on Instagram you follow. But, you know, while the kettle's boiling, while the children are in the bath, anything, while they're watching telly, give yourself, it, it doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be any more than, it's, two minutes of kettle boiling time, five minutes of, you know, of just, just close your eyes, have a quick, a listen to a podcast, plug into something which you've been wanting to listen to, read two pages of a book you've been, you've been wanting to read. Make time every day, day after day for yourself in whatever way possible. Mm-hmm. And like I said, start with two minutes. I, I speak to mom, Stamson, and you will have done this too. They say, Typically, mums are time poor, energy poor, and of course, money poor because there is money goes in everything else and it doesn't reach us because, you know, why? Why should it? But coming back to that, give yourself that just space every day in different ways. And when you cannot do it, because there will be days you won't be able to make time for yourself, doesn't matter. Go back to it tomorrow. Go back to it the day after. Go back to it the following week. Yeah, because it's building a habit. Give yourself two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, ten minutes, and take it from there. Mm-hmm. And whatever comes, be it journaling, be it writing, be it listening to a conversation, be it listening to this conversation, others in terms of your thing, listen to something, and give yourself that time and see where it takes you. Because magically, one day, it will begin to click. The importance of this time for yourself will begin to begin to gain significance. And the layers will begin to peel. And you wouldn't even recognize when, until that point is coming, you will know. And when it comes, it'll be magic because it will happen. Yeah, It's happening for us all, whether we realize it or not. Yeah. And it is a sign of saying, I am worth this two minutes. Like, I, it, I am worth it. Um, and that being able to say that, I am taking this time for me because I'm worth this time. I'm worth investing in, you know, acknowledging what it really means that time for you you are your biggest investment you are your biggest investment your the relationship you have with yourself is the longest you'll ever have like I said so give yourself the gift of this this Christmas you know phrase it and frame it the way you want Christmas November Thanksgiving you know Halloween Diwali whatever it is you do give yourself time it's important love yourself here here let's do that I feel a campaign coming on thank you so much for your time for being here today for sharing all your wisdom and gorgeous energy with us all um and for those who uh would like to continue following you and giving so soaking up your goodness where is the best place for people to find you Instagram is is the best place to find me. Come and hang out with me. I'm called the Maverick Mum or Prakshnata. Come and find me here. Get into my DMs, ladies. What resonates? Let let Tamsin know. Let me know. Let us know. Tag us, you know, and and share these conversations. Because, like I said, it's it's that it's the piece when we be, begin to celebrate ourselves in this way. It's the ripple effect is beautiful, and we're all creating ripples in our own way. 
And you never know where it reaches and how far it will go. You know, I think collectively we're both celebrating all of you, whatever you've taken from this, because this is also a sign of you investing in yourself and feeding that self-love that, you know, it it really is doing something. It's really going to make a difference. So, yeah. So I am going to, with a heavy heart, draw this conversation to a close, but maybe we'll have to have another round at another point because I feel like there's so much to talk about. I'd, I'd love to have a longer version of this. I think we we only just scratched the surface, Tamsin, but thank you so much. Thank you for, you know, doing this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Do Your Thing. If you enjoyed what you heard, it would mean the absolute world if you could take a moment or two to do one or all of the following small things, which could make a mega difference to the success of this podcast. Follow and subscribe to Do Your Thing, which means you'll never miss an episode. Rate or review the podcast or share the podcast with a friend who you think would enjoy listening to. And if you'd like to continue the conversation or explore working with me on a deeper level, you can connect with me on Instagram or Facebook at The Parenthood Coach or join my email community, The Parenthood Retreat. Just go to theparenthoodcoach.co.uk forward slash newsletter. And remember, there's no right or wrong way to do life or parenthood. There's only your way. So get out there and do your thing unapologetically. See you next time.